catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Whatever it feels like you're in the middle of anything, middle of something, middle, midpoint, just keep going. Yes, nothing will work unless you do. I, I mean, nothing will work unless you walk. Yes, and unless you also work. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side, a live stream on www.africatechradio.com. Africatechradio.com. Every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday. Wherever you're listening from, like, comment, and share. We'll learn a tech word. We dig deep into the ripples of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then we share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting the continent of africa to keep you informed you can share your stories with the rest of us on whatsapp just text or send a voice note on 0913-558-1766 please add plus two three four if you're texting from outside nigeria smile guys smile it's a wonderful day trust me so digging deep into the rubbles of history back down till the year 2008 the 23rd of september would be google and t-mobile introducing the t-mobile g1 also known as the htc dream it was the first android based smartphone i mean the world's first android based smartphone so just about how many years ago since 2008 yes we're celebrating the world's first Android-based smartphone. By raw sale numbers, today, um, Android is the world's most popular smartphone platform just by sale numbers, just the raw sale numbers alone. And Google, of course, in charge and behind everything that has to do with Android-based smartphones. In 1954, on the 20th of September, the first Fortran program was executed. Fortran was developed by IBM scientists who were looking for a better way to program the IBM 704 mainframe computer. It quickly became the dominant programming language for scientific and engineering applications and still is used today, especially in the area of high-performance computing. And talking about computing, our word today is connected to computing. When we look a bit into, you know, like 21st of September, deep down into 2003, way back to 2003, after 14 years in space, eight of those as the first man-made object orbiting Jupiter, the unmanned NASA spacecraft Galileo was sent into the atmosphere of the giant planet Jupiter. NASA decided to end Galileo's mission in this manner in order to avoid any possibility of it colliding with one of Jupiter's moons and potentially contaminating it with bacteria from Earth. And that was a very, very sanitary move of them. And in 1986, on the 22nd of September, the United States District Court for Northern District of California ruled that computer code is protected under copyright law. The ruling stern from the case NEC, that's NEC Core versus Intel Core, which was basically a battle over who had the right to produce x86 processors. The ruling, while finding that Intel had copyright protection for the code in their processors, also found that reverse engineering code was also legal, and therefore NEC did not violate Intel's copyright in producing their own x86 processors. This ruling, you know, that code could be copyrighted, changed the landscape for, you know, for better or maybe for worse, depending on what side you're on you know for software and for computer development also 
the fact that it could be copyrighted, you know, means that reverse engineering was also legal. Yep. And our word for today is analytics. Yes, I told you it's connected to computing analytics. It's these days you hear everyone talking, oh, share with me the analytics, you know, and all of that. A lot of almost everyone, everyone now uses no longer analysis, but analytics and analytics is concerned with turning raw data and information into insights and using those insights to make better decisions and analytics relies on application of statistics computer programming and operations research in order to quantify and gain insight to the meaning of data or the information that you see or you receive it is especially useful in the areas you know which record a lot of data or a lot of information and analytics provides us with meaningful information which can be used actionable information you know which ordinarily may be hidden from you know us because there is a lot of data and information to deal with yeah every leader manager or just about anyone can make use of you know analytics today in this data driven world and information has long been considered as a great weapon and analytics is the forge that creates it analytics changes everything not just in the world of business but also in science sports health you know everything just about everything anywhere you can find information a lot of information you know you most likely get analytics from it it helps us see patterns but the ones that are seen are the ones that are hidden Um, it helps us understand consumer behavior you know, team performance, find connections between things happening, activities, diseases, you know, climate change. Yes, it changes how we see the world. We see patterns. We see the the ones that do not look like patterns. We see the things that are not patterning. <laughs> when they say these patterns are not patterning, they're like, you know, you're expecting something, a particular result, and it's not giving you that result. You start looking at the data and you start analyzing the analytics to say, oh, what's going to happen with this? In a world of business, organizations would usually apply analytics in order to describe, predict, and then improve the business performance of any company that, you know, that we're talking about. So web analytics, fraud, fraud analysis, risk analysis adverts and marketing yes enterprise decision marketing and management market optimization market modeling these are all places where you you know how we can put analytics to use and what's making the news you know as i speak is rwanda's president saying that he'll run for a fourth term in 2024 and he's been present since the year 2000 so it means anyone who is less than 22 or 23 yeah would not have known any other president except you know for the current president and also in nigeria based on the elections the two losing presidential candidates from the main opposition parties have gone to the supreme court um that's uh, the most superior court in nigeria to challenge the dismissal of their cases against the victory of the sitting president in the election that held in february 2023 so the election petition tribunal ruled a unanimous decision earlier in september 2023 that both candidates from the main opposition the two main opposition parties you know failed to prove that the election was flawed and they declared that they didn't establish the allegations of overvoting and voter suppression and there was not enough evidence to support the cases that they brought. And now these guys have gone to the Supreme Court to challenge that decision. Okay, stories rocking the continent. <laughs> Starting in Tunisia where electricity supplies were cut across the country for about two hours on Wednesday. But the reason for the 
nationwide outage which is quite rare in the country was a bit unclear and resident and state electricity company are still not sure of why you know they had that outage interior minister kumal feki has called for an investigation for the reasons behind the blackouts but we still are waiting for that report to know what exactly caused the outage still talking about electricity but then in kenya where swedish kenyan ev startup electric vehicle startup rome which is formerly known as op bus launched the rome move kenya's first locally manufactured electric bus and although they would begin official operations in late october this is a great move 170 kilowatt battery pack the shuttle bus can travel 200 kilometer on a single charge and this extended range ensures uninterrupted service throughout the day you know and you can actually serve those in urban communities there's a fast plug-in battery charging that ensures that the bus is fully charged in less than two hours and it's in line with the plans that William Ruto, the president of Kenya, just announced in Silicon Valley just a few days ago or just about a week ago of how about 90% of renewable energy is what keeps Kenya running. And if they are going to move the transport sector, especially the public transport from petrol based to electric, you know, based, you know, sustainable uh, um, sources, then it'll be a very good move. And for the fact that they're not importing this, but they are, you know, it's something that's being manufactured internally, is also a great move. Now, the operating costs are about 50% lower. And because of the exemption from expensive maintenance and its streamlined construction with fewer moving parts, you know, thereby minimizing downtimes, the combined factors lead to substantial savings, you know, amounting to as much as 35 um, Kenyan shilling per kilometer you know, that you travel or you journey. And how many people can be? It can accommodate 51 persons, ergonomic seating. Um, shout out to my guy, Imao Koro, <laughs> who would always talk about, you know, ergonomics. He studied engineering, so why not? And the the aisle, that's the walkway is, you know, they're quite spacious I'm looking at, you know, a picture of the bus now and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And, you know, there's also a whisper quiet ride, you know, reducing noise pollution in densely populated areas and safety features too. Collision avoidance systems is included in it. Advanced driver assistance and robust structural integrity are just some of the things or the cutting edge safety features that are in, you know, embedded in this particular bus. Meanwhile, while all of this is happening, um, the Communications Authority Director, the Director General, Ezra Chiloba, you know, was suspended. And in the interim, his position has been filled by Christopher Wambua in an acting capacity. So there was an internal memo to all Communication Authority staff, you know, stating that following the meeting of the Authority's Board on 18th September Monday, the, you know, Director General stands suspended and Christopher Wambua appointed as Director General in acting capacity until further notice. And this suspension was effective immediately with no timeline given whatsoever. Christopher Wambua, before, you know, becoming the acting DG, which he is now, um, you know, was the Director of Communications and Public Affairs at 
Communications Authority. This suspension comes after the meeting, you know, William Ruto had, you know, with Altman, um, Sam Altman. And he's actually had a long, like a long history of what's the word now suspensions yeah so before now he was in other offices and he also was suspended in the office before and the office before you're right and we just hope that you know he gets away from this because there are a lot of issues that are currently there are a lot of issues that currently you know are plaguing the um, communications authority that everyone needs to pay attention to regulatory issues big regulatory issues and we just hope that that is settled so that there are no internal wranglings where we're trying to um you know figure out how to get around um his suspension and getting other persons and moving you know communications authority forward that's the most important thing and then in zimbabwe they received a license application from starlink and they're currently reviewing that application and starlink is already in mozambique nigeria kenya rwanda and zambia and zimbabwe is poised to be the the sixth country if they approve you know starlink's license application they had issues starlink had issues with their own you know the regulatory approvals in south africa but they're hoping right that you know they get through in zimbabwe and then they can actually say that they have a strong force in the southern african region while the focus is on remote parts urban areas with high demand for fixed internet services are also expected to be major clients for starling because clearly they actually are the ones who can afford <laughs> to actually pay you know you know as much as it is when i saw you know the cost of getting starling um although it's like you know like based on those who have used it there's some issues with it but in the long term it's highly reliable and it's like using internet from a different like a totally different source not like the other ones that everybody draws from one person and then they just provide those services you know scatteredly this is a totally different source that you're drawing from so if this these other guys you know fail at one point in time because the main person from main source fails you know they will not fail and if they fail you can just go back you know to the other guys well if you've also seen the price you know of how much it costs and you think is great message me <laughs> yes so wrapping up the impacting and the stories i feel are like really really important on a continent the ones you should be paying attention to wrapping up in nigeria would be the visit of wali adeyemo the united states of america's deputy secretary of the treasury who met with tech founders and the media at vibranium valley yesterday the 19th of september 2023 and he didn't make any promises but he assured everyone who was there that he was gonna you know look at the barriers you know that they had communicated to him and interact or you know take those you know discussions around the barriers um, back to united states and tell them how seriously you know they need to actually address you know these uh, one of the major one you know you talked about was the complaint of american financial institutions you know blocking or turning away nigerian founders right and this was this is a major barrier to raising from funds from silicon valley because um you would need you know you know to like set up something you know in the united states you need to get that funding 
and then before you can you know spend or use the funding so that's also you know like a very major that's one of the things he said he was actually going to take a look at in his words my view is that american investors american companies want to be partners in doing that work we want to make sure that as the united states of america we're partnering with them you know to remove barriers remove barriers to make sure that nigerian investors have the ability to access the u.s market it's an issue that i look forward to following up on when i get back to the united states now something that's also um, you know quite important to bring to your notice today is abasi enobong the former co-founder and ceo of africa genomic startup 54 gene who announced the launch of his new venture, Syndicate Bio, another genomics company. So this is after a few months in stealth mode, after he you know, was accused by some employees of misappropriation. And after 54Gini laid off, you know, some set of persons and a five at some point, about a hundred at some point. In a LinkedIn post, um, according to him, Syndicate Bio the new genomics company would drive genomics and precision medicine initiatives across the world's most diverse regions starting from africa so it's not just something that's focused on a continent but then it's looking at the world's most diverse regions and according to him he's starting syndicate bio to empower inclusive advancement in global genomic science this is what he said he revealed this you know in a linkedin post and that's how we're going to call it quits today on the stories rocking the continent of africa the tech stories you should pay attention to and the tech stories you should be investing your time and efforts in you know peering deeper to find what exactly is happening thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com